Well, it's that time of the week again. Thank you for joining us for Keys to the Game in the Trenches with Dave Lapham, brought to you by First Star Logistics. A big battle right here, Buffalo Bills, Cincinnati Bengals. Like I've been saying all week, there are five teams in the National Football League that are in the top 10 in points scored and points allowed. There are three in the NFC, and those three are the Philadelphia Eagles, the Dallas Cowboys, and the San Francisco 49ers. There are two in the AFC, just two, and those two play each other this weekend. Buffalo Bills, Cincinnati Bengals. Big, big matchup. Buffalo Bills are in the top five scoring in points allowed. They're second in the NFL in points scored, and they're fourth in the NFL points allowed. It's going to be a very, very big contest. And speaking of, of points, how about point differential? The Buffalo Bills are plus 257, which is number one in the National Football League by a wide, wide margin. There is no question about that. The Cincinnati Bengals are plus 85, which is pretty good. That's sixth best in the National Football League. But nobody else is even close to a plus 200 differential. And the Buffalo Bills are at 257. They've won games by 34 points, by 35 points by 22 points, by 21 points. The Bengals have won five games by double digits or more. So have the Buffalo Bills, but they've won by big, big margins. When they get on top of people, they finish them. They blow them out. So it's going to be very interesting. The the Buffalo Bills have have outscored the opponent in the second quarter, 147 to 73. Are you kidding me? That's more than a two-to-one margin right there. They've outscored the opponent by 74 points in the second quarter, by 90 points in the first half. In the second half, they've outscored the opposition by 70 points. They've outscored them by 49 in the third quarter, 93 to 44. These are crazy numbers in the second and third quarter. Crazy numbers. Outscored people by 74 points and 49 points. Man, this Buffalo Bill football team, it's all about points scored, points allowed. And that's scoreboard. I mean, you can talk about yards. You can talk about turnovers. You can talk about all these different categories. Bottom line is, how many points did you score? How many points did you allow? These these two uh, football teams are the best in the AFC in that regard. Both top 10 in both categories. Buffalo top five in both categories. Going to be a good battle in that in that area. Another big area to monitor in this football game is third down conversions. You got two of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League. Allen and Burrow are, are both top five quarterbacks. So there's no doubt about it. The Buffalo Bills on third down convert 49.7% of the time, best in the National Football League. The Bengals are converting 47.1% of the time, ninth in the NFL. Both of these teams are in the top 10. Who is going to be able to sustain drives? The Bengals, uh, because they are doing a good job on third down, their third best in the National Football League time of possession, 31 minutes and 58 seconds. In this football game, like we've talked about in the past, when you're facing a good quarterback, the opponent has a good quarterback, play keep away. Keep that guy on the sideline. The best defense is your offense controlling the football, moving the chains on third down, eating up the clock, time of possession, and finalized with score. Make every possession end in points and not end in a kick. You want them to all end in kicks. You don't want them to end on downs or by turnover, but you don't want them to end on punt. 
you want him to end on extra point or a field goal and keep Allen on the sideline and let Joe Burrow do his thing and operate and, and uh, just eat up the clock and, and, and put points on the board. That's going to be a big, big factor in this football game. In a game like this, you got to win the turnover battle, point blank. You can't go minus two like you did last week and get away with it. I mean, th this football team is too good. The Buffalo Bills are a much better football team than the New England Patriots, top to bottom. To go on the road and go minus two and win the football game was quite an accomplishment. They were minus three uh, right up until the end of the football game when Von Bell had to punch that football out of the possession of Stevenson that the Bengals recovered that basically saved them uh, that football game. To go minus two and win on the road, it's like 99% chance of not getting that done. The Bengals beat the odds big time on that. Even though you're at home, you want to win the turnover battle. There is no question about it. The Bengals on the season are plus three in the turnover margin, uh, which uh, puts them in a, in, a, in a pretty good position. They're tied for eighth in the National Football League. They have uh, 17 giveaways, which is tied for seventh in the NFL. The Buffalo Bills are even Steven. 24 takeaways, 24 giveaways. So if the Bengals can take an extra possession away from Allen and give an extra possession to Joe Burrow, that is going to be big. You don't want to give extra opportunities to Allen. You want to accumulate extra opportunities for Burrow. It's going to be a big, big factor in this football game. You have to play a clean game, win the turnover battle, and don't suffer any crazy penalties. The Bengals have done a good job. They're one of the least penalized football teams in the National Football League in terms of uh, penalties on the on the uh, on the season. The uh, the Bengals have uh, Bengals have 78 penalties for 588 yards. The Buffalo Bills 90 penalties for 689 yards. So they've been penalized more than a football field, more than the Cincinnati Bengals have in terms of penalty yards. They've given up over 100 yards more. That has to continue. The Bengals cannot lose yards by penalty uh, in the Buffalo Bills, not suffer that type of a scenario. They have to win the hidden yards battle by penalty. The Bengals have to come out on top of that. You don't want to give that advantage to the Buffalo Bills. They're too good a football team. Okay, let's talk red zone. I think red zone is going to be massive and uh, Josh Allen had red zone problems, turnovers in the red zone in the early stages of the season. He's since uh, corrected that and is playing at a much higher level in that regard. But the Buffalo Bills, 56 opportunities offensively in the red zone, tied for third most in the NFL. They get in the red zone often. They scored 34 touchdowns, seventh most in the NFL. Their touchdown percentage is 60.7%, ninth best in the NFL. But 11 times. They've been in the red zone and didn't score a point. That's tied for the most in the National Football League. So they have had some failures in the red zone. Defensively, they've only allowed 20 touchdowns, tied for second fewest in the NFL. Their red zone touchdown percentage, 44.4%, best in the National Football League. Their defense has been phenomenal in the red zone. 12 times they've held an opponent without a point in the red zone. The Buffalo Bills have bent but not broken big time, 12 times. They haven't scored 11 times offensively. Defensively, they've held the opponent to no points even more than that. 
number one in the National Football League. So you look at what the Bengals have done offensively. The Bengals are sixth in the NFL, scoring a touchdown, two out of every three, 66.7%. Nine times they've been in the red zone and haven't scored a touchdown offensively. That's uh that that has to change. Um they, they can't they can't allow that to allow that to take place. That's tied for seventh in the National Football League in terms of uh failure in the red zone to score a point. Defensively, six times they've held an opponent without a point in the red zone, none more so um bigger than than last week when Von Bell punched the ball out of Stevenson's hands in the low red zone and uh, against the Patriots was a big factor in the outcome of that football game. Defensively, the Bengals have allowed the opponent in the red zone a mere 53.2% of the time, ninth best in the NFL. Both teams have been effective and efficient in the red zone in different areas. It's going to be very, very key. When you get in the red zone, if you can hold them to three and you can score seven and you can have a four-point differential on multiple red zone possessions, those add up quickly. If you're leaving four points on the field and you're not, the other team's not, that's a recipe for victory. Red zone execution is going to be big. Which team is going to drive to the red zone and finish? Which team is going to drive to the red zone and stall? Which defense will bend but not break? Which defense will bend and break? going to be a big, big factor in deciding the outcome of this football game. In the last two football games, the Bengals have played 30 minutes of football. Um, you, you look back on it, against Tampa Bay, they couldn't get out of their own way in the first half. In the second half, Tampa Bay had turnovers on four straight possessions, and then they had the punt miscue where, oh, was there a fake punt that was called off and everybody didn't get the signal? Five straight possessions the Bengals took control the football with short fields. So that game ended up being a Bengal victory, a come from behind victory. They put themselves in a hole in the first half and then came from behind in the second half. Just the opposite took place last week in New England. They have a 22-0 lead at halftime, and the final score is 22-18. to By the way, that's the only time in NFL history that a score has ended that way, 22-18. to Had never happened before. So. The Bengals, they play a good half, and then they don't play a very good half. They're playing 30 minutes of football. Against the Buffalo Bills, you have to play 60 minutes of football. Now, I'm not saying that you have to play as, as well as the Bengals played like in the second half against New England. It was dynamic the way they played. But play consistently for 60 minutes. You can't have the peaks and valleys score a bunch of points in one half and nothing happens in another half consistency for 60 minutes is going to win this football game you can't do it for 30 30 minutes against a team as good as the buffalo bills will get you a loss 60 minutes of good football against the buffalo bills you have a puncher's chance of coming out with a victory let's talk about the matchup between josh allen and joe burrow which quarterback is going to be laser focused at the critical moments of the football game, which one will raise the execution of their team in situational football moments? So let's talk about fourth quarter and third down. In the fourth quarter, Joe Burrow, 71%, over 71% of his passes have been completed, number one in the National Football League. 11 touchdown passes, tied for second most in the National Football League. Quarterback rating of 117.1. 
best in the National Football League. Fourth quarter is when you have to play your best if you want to win football games in the National Football League. What's Josh Allen's numbers like in the fourth quarter? 57.8 completion percentage, five touchdowns, four interceptions, quarterback rating of 80, which is 25th in the NFL. Joe Burrow has played light years better than Josh Allen in the fourth quarter. Let's look at third down. Joe Burrow on third down completed over 69% of his passes, second best in the NFL. 11 touchdown passes, tied for third best in the NFL. Quarterback rating 111.6, fourth in the NFL. Third down for Josh Allen, 56.3%, eight touchdowns, three interceptions. Quarterback rating 95.1, which is in the top 10, but it's still 16 points less than Joe Burrow's. In the fourth quarter, in third down, critical situational football moments, Joe Burrow has operated at a much higher level of efficiency than Josh Allen. That has to continue. Let's talk about the wide receiver position. A big factor in last week's football game, the win against the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick is known for taking your best weapon away. Take your right hand away, make you play left-handed. The Bengals have multiple weapons. I mean, they're ambidextrous. When he took Jamar Chase away, Higgins stepped up and made plays. Tyler Boyd is capable of doing it as well. Hayden Hurst will hopefully be back for this football game. Another weapon that Joe Burrow can throw to. Josh Allen goes to Diggs. I mean, Stefan Diggs is the man. 101 catches, third most in the NFL. 1,325 yards, third most in the NFL. 10 receiving touchdowns, tied for second in the National Football League. The next leading receiver, 46 catches, less than half. And that's Knox, the tight end. Um, I'm telling you that hopefully Joe Burrow's methodology of distributing the football to multiple people instead of honing in on one receiver Lou Anarumo can do the same thing that Bill Belichick try, tries to do. Maybe Lou Anarumo can figure out a way to take Diggs away from Josh Allen and make him play left-handed and make him have to distribute the ball to others. Cincinnati Bengals, have, Joe Burrow, have done, they've done that. He's done that with regularity throughout the duration of his career because he has multiple receivers to go to. He has two number ones. And a lot of people argue he has three number ones. He has multiple receivers that can take advantage of matchups and situations. See if Josh Allen is stubborn and just focuses in on digs or if the Bengals can make him go in another direction to try to win the football game. That would be an interesting thing to watch. Both teams feel like they have versatility at their linebackers. They play two linebackers quite a bit. We'll play nickel and dime defenses uh, and when they're playing nickel, they're in those two linebacker sets. And Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds, Buffalo Bills, Sean McDermott, and Leslie Frazier feel real comfortable about them covering well in short intermediate routes with tight ends, with wide receiver crossers, with backs out of the backfield. The Bengals feel the same way with Jermaine Pratt and Logan Wilson. They feel like they're outstanding cover guys in that short to intermediate route area. Which duo of linebackers will step up and make more plays for their defensive football team? Will it be Logan Wilson and Jermaine Pratt? Or will it be Milano and Lawson for the Buffalo Bills? Both teams going into this football game with high expectations. Which pair of linebackers will live up to them? 
At First Star Logistics, we're a very strict company that really puts the pressure on our employees. Brakes? What are those? That's what I'm talking about, Icky. Get the body right, then the mind's right, you know? Yeah. Become a star with a chance to earn the highest commission percentages in the industry as a freight broker agent. Check out firststarlogistics.com.